to the Unlimited You Shows, Food for the Soul, Fridays, with your hosts, Waukesha Green and Audra Walker. This show is designed to help you heal, break through, and break forth. We are also here to encourage you to go beyond your limitations and design the life God has planned specifically for you. We will be sharing some kingdom principles and strategies that you can take and apply to your daily lives. It's time to be healed. It's time to be whole. It's time to be free. And it's time to live your best life right now. So with that being said, we are super excited to have each and every one of you join us as we dive into a very responsible, transparent, real, and fun conversation that's impacting lives across the globe on Food for the Soul Fridays. Now let's talk about it. Joining us. Hey. There she go. Now I can see you. Oh, I'm like, uh, I can see you. <laughs> yeah, honey, I couldn't see you. I was like, hold on, sis. I can't see you, baby. Where, where you at? I got to see your face now. <laughs> I, can see you. I don't know why you couldn't see me, but I saw you. Right. <laughs> oh, man. How is my sister doing? Girl, I am good. I am good, girl. Just waiting for Thanksgiving. Girl. Who you telling? Uh, girl, you know that's my favorite holiday. It'll give uh, give us all the excuses, the reasons, everything to just eat up everything and not feel bad because I'm going to eat. Up everything because I be cooking. So I be tasting as I'm cooking. So by the time dinner, I'm full. Girl, like, look, you know I'm be eating. <laughs> let, me see, let me see what we got. Hello, mama. Mama on here. Hello. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Good evening. I know that's what she was probably trying to say. Right. <laughs> Good evening, mama. Yeah. Well, happy Veterans Day, sis. Thank you. Thank you. And happy Veterans Day to any veterans that's watching us, going to be watching us. Thank you for your service, your, service. your hard work, your dedication, your sacrifice, and your selfishness. Absolutely. I really appreciate you, my brothers and sisters in arms. Um, yes branch of the service you serve i salute you absolutely i'm telling you honey because look i know i can do it <laughs> yes you could sis if if god told me to do it i could do it but i that's not i'm thankful he didn't send me that direction so <laughs> because mm -mm. what am i gonna do with you sis it is not hard i promise you it's not hard i mean you make lifelong sisters and brothers girl i'm trying to know that's all right it That's was fun. Right. I mean, going through basic, you know, you going through it, you be like, what did I do? But hey, you look back on you be like, man, we had fun. We, you know, you think about the story, you be like, man, we had fun. Like, I'll do right. it. I'll do you, it again. You do it again? All right. <laughs> That's good, sis. You go on and <laughs> you do it again if you had to. No, God, but I'm just so grateful, you know, for y'all, you know, that actually you know, said, I'm, I'm going to do this, you know, and this is why we do it, you know, for our freedoms and, you know, everything to go. You just, it, it blesses me. You know, I was, I was, I was in the service. I was in the service for 18 years with my spouse and, and I dealt with all that <laughs> with my ex-husband. Spouses is, you know, part of, part of, you know, then physically, 
but mentally, emotionally, they, physically, they have to be there in the home front while we push forward, male and female spouses. So thank you guys for your service, for allowing your service member to do what they do. Right. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> but sis, let me tell you something. Tonight is going to be super powerful topic. Because to become time to become and i was hey you guys look i was sharing with my sis how you know god all he always be showing up and showing out because this wasn't even a topic that we were supposed to talk about <laughs> but he shifted once again and i said okay father we're gonna do this because apparently there's something he wants us to share and he wants us to become and become who he has created us to be from the very before the foundation of the world he knew exactly what we what he needed each one of us to do here on this earth there's a reason why we're here we need to bring kingdom down to the earth kingdom of heaven down to this earth and we are change agents here on the on this earth and so says before i get into what had happened to me to cause this topic to come forth how are you feeling baby about this topic time to become and i feel good about it because you know for a long time sis you know i run i ran away from what i truly was supposed to be right right and god was like you can run but you already doing the work it's just time for you to accept what I called you to be. There you go. And when I say that, y'all, it's not um, it's not being called to be a mother or wife or what your career choice is. It's, to me, when I speak of it, is what God called me to become in the kingdom. Right. Right? So, by saying that, you know, I accepted a long time ago. I, you know, I got ordained all that. But in that, People have to understand, once you accept it, it's still work to be done because it don't stop there once you accept what he told you to become because you ain't fully there yet. Right. And, and being what he called you to be is work. Right. So it's a never-ending process, right? And you know that as what he called you to be. And Absolutely. I'm not saying what we are, y'all, for a purpose right so don't think like well what is it he called you i'm not saying it for a purpose um but just know whatever he called you in to be once you accept that and even if you're doing the work and you haven't accepted but once you accept it just know once you accept it it don't stop there right once you accept it it's like okay now you accept it. you've been doing the work now i'm going to elevate you to another level in that Say it. that i want you to do and become right it's like a never evolving process break it down for y'all whatever god called you in your career you could be a teacher right and i'm using that because teachers back in the days would match they did basic now matt has evolved we get the same answer just different ways right so to become a teacher you was a teacher then and then say you're still a teacher now you had to go back and learn how to do this new mat because 
just because you came a teacher don't mean it stopped there. You still learning, you still becoming right, but on another level. So the basic math we learned how to multiply, divide, add, and subtract, they're doing something totally different than the way we learn. We just learn like you put it, line it up, and now you get the answer. Now they got boxes and stuff in this, and it gives you the same answer, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so and I thought that was a good example to break it down. Just because you're a teacher don't mean what you did back 20 years ago you're doing now. Right, right. And that's how it is when God called you to become who he chose you to be in the kingdom and you accept it, don't mean it stops there. Right. Because you still have to evolve. It's still work to be done. It's still things you have to learn about that calling and what he, he chose you to become. Yes. Amen. So true, sis. And, and that's, and I know that's, you know, the season of where we're at, we're, we're, you know, we're in the season of continuous, you know, preparation. And I, I, I wrote it down, you guys, five different stages of becoming seek is one, two is awaken to what it is. Three is you have to believe it. Four is prepare and five is become. So you see that what's this, what you were talking about, sis? It's a process. Right. You know, to be able to become. And I love it, sis, because um, so I'll go ahead and share. But um, our opening, did I already say we I didn't say our opening passage, did I? No. So our opening passage, I'm gonna say that, and then I'll share with you guys how this topic came forth. So Romans 8 and 19 says, for even the whole creation, all nature waits eagerly for the children of God to be revealed. That's for us to be revealed on this earth. And what that looks like is different for everybody. Because before he created us, before we were even thought of in the, in our, the womb, God knew us. He knew when we needed to come start, you know, cooking in that bun and that, you know, when the seed met with the with the wife and all that, you know, with the woman. And he knew that, you know, but even before then, he had already chosen and destined us for what he needed us to do on this earth. Right. Even before then. So it's so good because. My says no, I read. I read a lot and I learn and I grow. And that's actually a strength of mine because I read and I can obtain, you know, and I can teach from different things that I'm learning and, you know, in life, what we go through. So that that was uh, really good. And I've, I've actually been reading. Um, I just finished two books, but I'm start. I've been reading this book here. Don't Settle for Safe by uh, Sarah Jakes Roberts. So good, you guys. Um, and it's so she's so right. Don't settle for safe. Safe is not always good because you can become complacent. Right. And God don't want us to become grateful. Yes. But not complacent because there's things that he has for us to do here on this earth. And, and what's complacent, guys, is me getting comfortable where you at and you being stagnant, don't want to move. You just you are uh, you happy where you at. Right, right, right. And that's exactly what it is. And I was like, ooh, ooh, God just, just blessed me. But I'll share with you guys 
how this topic came forth. I was telling my sis day before yesterday, I had woke up and, you know, my desire, my our heart's desire is to be in alignment with God and for us to be doing and being who he has called us to be. First of all, we're sons, we're right. his children. And that's the first part of the B, right? Accept who we are. We're his, that's daddy. That's Abba. That's our father. You know, that is our father. And when we understand who that is, we can understand, start kind of understanding what our benefits are for being children right. of the most high God. And so when you know your benefits, you know who, father, thank you. You know, just like the prodigal son, he left off and he came back. But what was his father doing? Waiting with anticipation that he was coming back home. And he welcomed him back with open arms. So I'll share with you guys um, what had happened to me. I was actually sleeping and, and, you know, God, I always talk to my father. I spend time every day, couple, quite a few times a day, just asking and seeking for wisdom and direction for my life. And, and he knows that he, I have, his daughter has his heart. I have my father's heart. Yeah, I know my sis do too. We have our father's heart. You right. know, and so I went to sleep, sis, and literally I was dreaming. I was dreaming and I was in a place where God called me years ago and I was there. But then it was like I felt like a like a push. And I told sis, I said, it's like a thrust. It was like a thrust into the greater. Y'all know when Jesus left, he said before he left, he said, the greater will you do. So I must go. And so I know in this season, God is thrusting us into destiny. He needs us to get there because there's so many people that, what did Romans say? The whole earth is waiting for the sons of God to be manifest here on this earth. So we have got to manifest. We got to show up and we got to look different than the world. And so in my dream says, I'm seeing all of this. And it was like, he just pushed me. And I, I was in a place where I was, you know, step walking in purpose, destiny. And I'm like, oh my gosh, father, there go again. You've reminded me of where you have me going. And don't, we're already in process because even this here, you know, the platform to do this, be able to come on here to encourage, to teach, to build up, you know, you guys, for you guys to help us, that's a part of the process. Right. And so since it was so exciting because I was like, okay, what is, what is, what is the definition of thrust? Because that was, that's exactly what it was like. Oh, it was an intense push into destiny, into where he needed me to be. And so I looked it up and I was like, okay, father, what's the definition of thrust? It's a push, something or someone suddenly or violently in the specified direction says before we move forward go ahead and go ahead and share what you think from that so far so what i think is um you have this notion right sometimes god will give you that nudge that push that you need physically like you could be walking you'd be like no i know nobody here something just pushed me that's god pushing you to what you need to do, what you need right. to become. 
sometimes it's a notion. People say, oh, it's a gut feeling. I mean, God give it to you in different ways. Right. It's just, if you're in tune with God to know that it's God pushing you to where you need to be at. Not just um, to do the work in the kingdom, but sometimes, you know, we in a career or in a relationship that God didn't have for us. Right. And he'll give you this notion. You'll be like, I know this ain't right, but I'm so, go back to that word, sis, use, I'm so complacent. Yeah. Where I'm yeah. at. I am, I am happy where I'm at. I'm afraid of the unknown. So I'm just going to be content where I'm at. Right. Right. And God keep pushing you and nudging you like, I want you out of this relationship. I want you out of this job. I want you out. I want you out. I need you to get here. But because your relationship may not be as strong with our father, you come back to fear what the enemy wants you to do. Right. Let me know if I keep you fearful for what God trying to push you to, you can't become what he wants you to be. And then guess what? If you listen to him and become what you want to, you have no use for me. So I got to keep this fear pumping in you. Right. So you won't move to what God have for you. Mm. When you start thinking about it like that, because you know, the enemy will come and he'll play with your mind. Right. And he'll have you thinking, well, I don't, I'm not, I'm not qualified for this job. Right. 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 I can't do this. I don't even know why I thought of this. Well, you didn't think about it. God dropped that in your head and said, this is where I need you to be. I need you to apply for this job. Right. have the qualifications, but I'm giving you the qualifications. Right. I've already qualified you. Already qualified you and equipped you to do that job. That's it. Again, I can't leave this relationship. Nobody else going to want me with all these kids or nobody going to want me. I got this because the enemy trying to play with your mind like you ain't good enough. Right. God said you're good enough because you're my child. You're the apple of my eyes. And if you're the apple of my eyes, you're the apple of anybody else's eyes that see you. Right. right. I need you out this toxic relationship so I can show you what I have for you and show you the love that I have for you. I have a man or a woman to love you just like Say that. It. Say it. Right. Say it. Get out that toxic relationship. Get out that job God didn't call you for right get out if god telling you to get out get out step out on faith because i guarantee you if you listen to what our father telling you and you step out on faith he got you you will not feel at what he's telling you to go to say it i'm telling you sis we have to start listening to what our father said and start saying, oh, I got a gut feeling. No, that's the Holy Spirit rising up on you saying, this is what my father wants you to do. Because that's I, right. I am the Holy Spirit that resides in your son that resides in the father. Okay? Right. And if I'm telling you this is what you need to do, have faith, trust me, and do it. That's right. You're right, sis. And, I, you know, it's crazy because um, from that, you know, from that dream, it was just just a reminder for me, you know, because you, you know, we're in the, we're in the place of the becoming, but there's many that are not. And that, you know, that's, we want to help somebody today. Praise God. Right. And, um, 
so I was just, I was just sitting there, you know, and there was a question that was that I was, I was talking to my baby girl, you guys. And I asked her, I said, when you go before God and you say, father, thank you for being this to me. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for, you know, and then he talks to you, he talked back to you and he says, now, who do I say that you are? Who are you? And I asked her that question. I said, when you go before your father and you're praising him and honoring him and giving him glory for who he is to you, who does he say you are? Y'all listen to that. Who does he say you are? Yeah. Don't be say, trying to go deep with it either, y'all. No, because no. He could simply tell you, you are my child. Yes. You are the love of my life. You yes. are the apple in my eyes. You are the chosen one. Yes. Of those things, right? Simple. Yes. Simple. Just but simple. freeing. Y'all be looking for like, oh, he said, oh, I'm the prophet of the most high. Da, da. No. Right. Right. That's not who you are. That is what you're doing in the kingdom is prophesying to people. Right. Right. Who are you to our father? So we have to know. Oh, thank you, father. Break it down for y'all. Make it simple, plain and simple. We're going to do plain and simple tonight, right? When somebody asks you who you are, how do you answer? Do you say, I am Audra. I am intelligent. I'm smart. Da, da, da. Or do you say, and I'm using me as an example, right? Or do you say, I am Audra, I'm Jeremiah's wife, my children's mother, I'm a nurse, I'm this and that. Right. So do you know, see, those are titles. You know the difference. It's yes. Difference. Me being Jeremiah's wife, my children's mother, a nurse, that's titles. That's what I do. That's not right. what I am. That's what I do. Say I it. am a nurse. I. That's what I do. I am a mother. That's who... I am to my children. I am a wife. That's who I am to my husband. But that's not who I am. Right. That's who what you I do. am is Audra, the child of God. There you go. There you go. You know what I'm saying? I am a child of God. I am the apple of my father's eye. That's who I am. I am his chosen yes, one. Yes. Yes. I'm his masterpiece. I am his. Exactly. I am his and wonderfully made. Yes. He knew me before I was forming my mother's womb. That's how special I am to him. That's who I am. Yes. Yes. I'm not Jeremiah's wife. I am not my children's mother. I am not a nurse. That's what I do. That's who I am to them. But who right. I am to Audra, who I am to my father, who I am to the core. Yes. Masterpiece. Yes. Yes. Chosen one. Yes, and he says, and ain't none of us alike. And none of us unique. Alike. We have different identities, different fingerprints. I love that because you are absolutely right. When he says who you are, who is he saying you are? Not what you do, not your titles 
not different hats that you wear. Right. Who are you? That's what we're talking about. It is time to become you. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank it's time you. to become you. So yeah. when you become you, then, sis, sis, oh my gosh, thank you, Father. Yeah. When you become you, it's for you, but then it's for him. When you really appreciate who you are and understand who you are, then you'll appreciate whose you are. Then you'll be able to walk through those steps and See, become. Let's back it up. Thank Go you. Ahead, baby. Back it up some. Because as you were saying, God said, but you know, y'all, y'all teaching and y'all breaking down, but some people don't even know who they are. So how can you get that across to them? We made it plain and simple, but that what we just said is for people who already got it. They they probably need a reminder. But but people who don't know who they are, how do they go about trying to find out who they are, who they truly are? Because what he said is, so many people have when th that question was asked to them probably in different ways. But so many people have said, "Oh." I'm a doctor. I'm a teacher. I'm I'm so and so husband or wife. I'm so and so mother or father. Right. How can they truly understand who they are and whose they are? How can they learn how to distinguish the difference? All right. So we're going to start breaking this thing down. <laughs> First and foremost, relationship. Number and getting in your in your word in the word and you know when you ask these questions, I'm gonna just the first one that I got right down here says is seek and ask. We're gonna break this thing down. Matthew seven seven through eight. He says, "Ask and keep on asking, and it will be given to you. Seek." and keep on seeking and you will find knock and not and keep on knocking on the door and the door will be open to you for everyone who keeps on asking receives number keep on asking receives and he who keeps on seeking will find and to him who keeps on knocking the door will be open so you have to ask first and foremost, and you have to seek. And the way you seek is seek in his word. And even if in, and you know, on top of his word, spending time with your father, quiet time, you know, when he says, go into your secret place, go into your secret place and ask God, father, who am I? Who do you say that I am? That's the seek. That's the knock. That's the open the door. Invite him in. Jesus is right there waiting for you to, to say, Jesus, here I am. Holy Spirit, here I am. First and foremost, we have to accept the son of God and accept what he has done for us, who he is. He came. To this earth. Yes. He came. The word. 
the one came to the earth and was manifest in a physical body, walked this earth. He did what he needed to do. And Jesus' ministry was only for what? How long was his ministry? Since three years. Not that long. 30 to 33, if I'm remembering right. Three years. But up until he went to the cross, because his assignment, you guys, was to come for us. To come that we may be reconciled back to our father. Because in the very beginning, when Adam and Eve sinned, dominion was taken away. And so we needed that blood sacrifice of Jesus to come and reconcile us back to our heavenly father. So when he did that, the veil was torn. Yes. The veil was torn and he was resurrected on the third day. Life. Life. So when we accept Jesus and what he has done for us, who he is, and then he even said before he left, I will send you a helper. I will leave you. I will leave you a helper. And that his spirit on the inside of us. So that's number one to accept who Jesus is and what he has done for us and who, who he is. And understand that you guys, he reconciled us. He restored us back to our rightful place with Jesus. So you can sit, you don't have to have, you know, the holies of holies go in before the, before the throne and stand before you and, and intercede for you. And you don't, you can do that yourself. Yes. We can do that ourselves. So when I say go into your secret place, that's what you have access to is your father. The one that created you, the one who created everything. Father, I need to know what you say about me. Y'all see my shirt? Authentically me. Who are you? That's yes. how we become. Go ahead, baby. Go ahead before I go to the next Ooh. question. <laughs> yes, because I, I need to elaborate on this. When my yes. sister say, ask, seek, yes, and knock, right? Yes. God gave it to me. I'm going to break it down to y'all the way he gave it to me. Ask. Ask with your mouth. Yes. God, who am I to you? Yes. Right? Open your mouth. Ask. Seek. He will give you the answer in the in the Bible. If you seek the answer, go to the Bible. Right. And he will give you the scripture. He will give you where to go. And when you get that, you meditate on it. And yes. once you meditate on it, you knock. Yes. And the knocking is, let me tell y'all, simple. The knock <laughs> is prayer. When you pray, you're knocking down the door. God, I ask, you show me now I'm praying. And guess what? When, the, when you pray, pray, the door will open and you will see so clear what he wants you to know and yes. who you are to him. Mm. Ask, seek, seek, and knock. Simple. Ask with your mouth. Seek in the Bible and praise the knock. Amen. 
that's how he gave it to me. He said, make it simple, make it plain. So they will understand. Absolutely. So, understand. so if you can understand, ask. 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 Open your mouth and ask. Ask. Speak. Read your Bible. Knock. Pray. Pray. You know how to say, pray until something happens? Knock yeah. and the door will be open unto open. you because that pray. <laughs> there you go. Already. So that's number one. No, remember I said it was five steps that we're going to discuss. Number two is awaken. So then you understand. You discover who you are. He showed you you got awoke. Come on. Awoke. <laughs> Come Number on. Two. So we're going to take it to Jeremiah. Jeremiah 5 through 10. Listen to this, you guys. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you and approved of you as my chosen instrument. Didn't we just talk about that, sis? Yeah. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I set you apart. Come on. To myself as my own. I have appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Mm, thank you, Father. Then I said, oh, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a young man. See, Jeremiah had already, you know, and it's okay for us to ask God questions. It, it absolutely is. But this is what he said. But the Lord said to me, do not say, I am only a young man, because everywhere I send you, you shall go. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. So if he tell you something, trust God. Just trust him. Do not be afraid of them or their hostile faces. Since I remember that that right there when we was on the you know the dance team, we was dancing, doing liturgical dancing. Mm -hmm. They used to tell us, "Don't look at their faces. Just worship. Don't look at their faces because if you look at their faces, they will distract you. Come on, from your worship and from the message that's going forth through this through this this uh." way of worship and honoring God through dance. So we could not look at the faces so we can do what God needed us for, needed for us to do. Mm. Do not be afraid of them or their hostile faces for I am with you always to protect you and deliver you says the Lord. Then the Lord stretched out his hand and touched my mouth and the Lord said to me, behold, hear me. I have put my words in your mouth. 10. See, I have appointed you this day over the nations and over the kingdoms. Listen to this, y'all. To uproot and break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. Jeremiah was awakened. God said, to uproot and break down to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. Elaborate on that, sis. Awaken. Ooh, that, was a, that was a whole lot to chew right there, and I hope y'all got it. But <laughs> don't say, but you're only a child, because I'm going to break it down. Only uh, Kids have things to say 
but we as adults don't listen. Right. God can send you a word through a child. So, so what Jeremiah is saying, but I am but only a child. Just because you're a child don't mean your words are not important. There you go. Just because your kids are children does not mean their words are not important. Because just like we have the Holy Spirit in us, the Holy Spirit resides in them. And right. if God give them a word for you, don't, because, oh, oh, thank you, Father. How many times we, you, and I mean viewers, have said something when you was younger to your parents or any elderly person, and they discounted Discount. what you said. Yep right i want y'all to think about that because it happened we discount what kids say but how many of you know what you say was important and you felt some type of way when that adult discounted what you was talking about what you were saying and it could have barely been a word from god you right. don't know why you were saying it but it was god speaking through you to that adult but they discounted but it made you feel some type of way. So if it made you feel some type of way, what you think it made the Holy Spirit feel? So what I'm asking you all to do is when kids speak, please listen. Don't say, oh, that's just a child. Or, oh, that you're you going to listen to a kid. Sometimes you need to. Right. What do you say, sis? Out of the mouth of babes out of the mouth of babes absolutely don't mean god can't speak through your kids to get your attention say it say it we as adults need to listen because if some if, if, if you listen to your kids even when god not speaking through them if you listen truly listen to your kids and what they're saying you these kids intelligent today you can learn a lot you can learn a lot from a child right so Stop discounting your kids because they're kids. Stop making them feel less than because that's what you're doing. Oh, thank you, Father. That's what you're doing. When you discount your kids and to, from what they're saying, you you making them go into a shell. you making them lose self-esteem. you suppressing. And now they feel like they don't have a voice. Right. Or what I say is important. But yet then you get mad at them when they come home with grades that you know they could do better. But when you ask them, be like, well, I ain't understand. Why you ask the teacher? I don't know. You know why they didn't ask the teacher? Because they didn't want the teacher to discount their question. Because you know where they get that from? You. Because you discount what they say. So now when it's time to go and ask the teacher something, guess what? They feel like, oh, and important because they just go push me to the side. I don't matter. I don't count. What I say doesn't matter. They're afraid. And even the phrases, it's the fact that they feel like they don't have a voice because their parents already discounted them. So what makes another adult just not going to make them feel less than? Right. Or make them feel stupid for asking a question. Right. There you go. Right there make them feel stupid yeah 
They're going to feel stupid. They're going to feel dumb. They're going to feel less than. You see all these words I'm using are negative words. Right. How are listening to our kids, valuing what they say, make them feel important, make them feel heard, make them feel that they matter. See, right. positive words. See how we flip that? Right. That's what we need to do. I'm and, sorry, and you know, no, that's all right, sis, because the thing about it is, is that's where it begins. That's where it begins. That's why you think about it. It's so hard or challenging for adults to understand who they are. Because a lot of times they are discounted. They are abandoned. They are the you, you hush. You don't know what you're talking about. Or shut up. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what I'm saying? You know, and, and that is so true. And it's it, it begins in the child. And I love it where he said, don't say that you're a youth, because even though you are a youth, you still have purpose and destiny. I have destined you. I have purposed you. And even as adults, even if you did, you had that growing up. Your parents discounting you. Now your your father is encouraging you. He's building you up. Read his word. Sit prostrate before him and watch what he tell you and watch what he said to you. He will wrap his arms around you. Talk about abandonment. You you if you experience the love of God, you won't even worry about that abandonment you will be able to embrace who your father is so that you can embrace who he called and who he created you to be first and foremost. Then when you understand who he has created you to be, then you're able to walk it out. Believe it. Now we're going to talk about that next is number three is believe. Hold on before you hit it. And when you do what sis just told you to do, once you accept it and and experience his love, Mm. Guess what? Mm. You be able to, you know how they say stuff sprinkle down. It's yeah. Overflow. The love from God gonna overflowing you into your kids, and yeah. then you start teaching your kids how to hear from God. You're gonna start validating your kids. You're gonna start pushing them, thrusting them into becoming. There God you go. There you go. There you go. Right. But it starts with you. When you accept that, then you could let that love from God trickle on down to your kids and you can help thrust your kids into becoming who God called them to be. Right. You know, it's as you were saying that, since I was thinking about, you know, because because, you know, mama, I think mama might she's still on here. Mama, mama quiet. So she listening, she receiving. But even, you know, for like mama to this day, says my mama will text me in the mornings. Good morning, my beautiful sunshine. We're in the same house now. She's not in Kansas right now, but we're in the same house. Good morning, my beautiful sunshine. Have a beautiful day. And I love you. I'm an adult. I'm 45 years old. And my mama still do that. And guess what? And you know what that does? That encourages me. Yes. And that shows me that not only... Does my mama value me? But this is who God says I am also. Right. Sunshine. 
We're the light of the earth. Light in dark places. So you that's it is so important when you speak words because life and death are in the power of the tongue. Come on now. And guess what, sis? And you got to keep doing that. My baby, my baby is eight. My oldest is 29. And my middle is 25. But guess what? When I see them, I'll be like, hi, beautiful. And I call all my girls princess because I'm the queen, right? Right. They're my princess. <laughs> Good morning, princess. Hi, my beautiful princess. Right. Oh, this is just gorgeous today. And even though they're grown with kids, I still do that. And what my baby, what it does, she come in here, good morning, mom, how are you? I said, good morning, my beautiful princess. Because guess what? I teach my kids, you are royalty. Yes, yes. You are, you came from royalty. That's right. And I don't want you to think nothing less. Anybody call you other than princess? You're a princess. You are God's royalty. Right. Come from royalty, right? If you with your father, you from royalty. Guess what? My grandkids and sister, I'm not just saying this because you know you you been oh, around. I know. Because that's how we are. My grandkids, my grandsons are Prince and yep. my daughter is the Duchess. That's right. And that's what I caught. I got people. Hey, where Duchess at? Because guess what? She's a Duchess. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when we fall off, guess what? She's coming up. She's going to take that rain. She's going to take that rain. But guess what? It's not on this physical earth but it's in the kingdom right I'm right them up for their position in the kingdom that's that's right and so they know who they are to become they, it helps that, that process if we started it's saying the word train up a child right in the way in the way he should go when he's older he will not depart from it right that's a part of the training whatever seeds we're imparting in our children right Stop calling these kids dumb. Stop yeah, that, mm. kids retarded. Stop calling these kids other than what God would call them. Because guess what? Your kids are intelligent. They're smart. They're overachievers, and that's right. good. You know, people are like oh, sometimes or overachieving is good. Your your kids are, you know, kings and son and prince and queens of our father. Right. They come from royalty. You come from royalty. Own your position in the kingdom and let your kids know where they belongs in the kingdom. Absolutely. Every day, you are smart, you intelligent. You know, London's been saying that since she was little. Little, yeah. I am smart, I'm intelligent, I'm a child of God, I am beautiful, and I love the skin that I am because I am black girl magic. That's what my daughter say every day. That's right. <laughs> and she believes that. You know why? Because I instilled that in there her. You go was little there you go yes and she believes in it she believes i say are you a child of god oh yes i'm a child of god and i'm smart i'm intelligent there you go because guess what when your kids start hearing you say that and you make them say it out loud guess what they start believing it and it reflects in their grades it reflects in their behavior it reflects that they do because i have to uh, I'm I'm a I'm royalty. I can't just act any old kind of way in the That's kingdom. right. That's right. Mm. Oh, that's so good, sis. Yes. It all off track, but mm. I just all just keep telling me, break it down simple. Let them understand. Absolutely, so they can understand. That's right. And number three is believe. 
You got to believe what God has said about you. And I'll, we're going to we back it up with scripture. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Sis, I don't know if that if your thing went off, but I can't see you, honey. But that's number three, believe. So he says, I for I know the plans and thoughts that I have toward you. So whatever he says, believe it. And it's not humility to say, well, no, Father, I, I ain't who that who you say I am. Or I can't do what you told me I can do. No, no, it's not. When you come in agreement and in alignment with what your father has told you and shared with you. And even if he hasn't yet, you remember, seek, knock, seek, knock, open the door, pray and ask him. We're just going to we're going to go ahead and skip to four because we can kind of already touch three, but prepare. Number four is prepare. Psalms 37, 23 through 24. The steps of a good and righteous man are directed and established by the Lord. And he delights in his way and blesses his path. When he falls, he will not be hurled down because the Lord is the one who who holds his hand and sustains him. The steps of a good man are ordered by God. Prepare. And you know how you prepare? Ask God. Ask him. Father, okay, what do I need to do to walk this journey out? You called me. You called me. You chose me. So what is my position? What is my role here on this earth? I know that I am your child. And I know that we are agents of change here on this earth. But what is my role? What is my part in it? How can I help bring heaven down to this earth? Prepare. And whatever he tells you to do, do it. I told you guys in the beginning, you know, for I read, I read, I listen to the word. I'm constantly journaling. I'm a writer. I'm writing. I sit before my father, quiet, or I might even have some worship music playing. And it might just be that worship song that speaks to your soul, to your spirit, and to your core. And that's a part of the preparation. Go ahead and speak to that, sis. I see you. No, I'm just listening. But you know, you and and preparing, right? Right. And oh, God, I don't know why he got me on this this um cycle right now but it's for somebody right when you prepare and God and, and you preparing for what God has for you right it's not only for you your children Absolutely. your grandchildren your nieces and nephews are watching you they're watching how you prepare and in the process of you preparing you showing them how to prepare to do the work of God Say it, sis. So it's a trickling effect, like I said. Everything God has us doing is not just for us, and it's all glory to Him. 
That's but it. He has us prepared to teach as well. There you because go. As we prepare, we're teaching the next generation how to prepare and do the work of God in the kingdom. Absolutely. That's what gave me when you say prepare. And and you know when I be like, Yeah. <laughs> but so when we prepare, just remember we ain't preparing just for ourselves. That's right. That's right. We prepare for our generations to come behind. Yes. Yes. We prepare our kids watching us, their kids watching them, their kids watching them. Yes, generations. Y'all know how y'all quick to say, oh, this is a generational curse. How about this is a generational blessing? Legacy. Say it. Come on now. Why say can't it. our generations be blessed? There you go. That's right. That's a curse, a curse, a blessing. Blessing. Blessed. This is a generational blessing. Yes. To prepare to do the work in the kingdom. Says, you know, it's, you say that, and girl, let me tell you something so good because it's so evident what we do as parents our children watch right how we prepare so you know you know god has been preparing me for my husband right and i i learn and i i'm growing i'm maturing so i can be the wife that god wants me to be and be prepared for my husband right so i've been reading this book and my baby girl, I shared some different things out of the book with her. And I was like, oh, mommy, girl, I, look, listen to this. And I'm reading what I've read to her. And she's like, oh, I think I might need to get that book so I can learn and grow as well. Prime example right there. When I'm sharing what I'm learning, how mama's growing, how mama's preparing for that area of my life. That's only one area, you know, but then I'm sharing it with my baby girl, like, girl, I just read this in this book and it is good. And, and I'm sharing, she was like, Ooh, and I'm she's, gonna get preparing. That. she's preparing. Yes. She's preparing. And I'm like, and it was, it's evident what we do and they see they will do that. So make sure as parents, make sure you're preparing and you're being an example that they can follow, that they can look up to. You know how people have superheroes? Be their superhero. That part, that part. And not not even being a superhero, be that role model. That's this what I'm saying. Yes. Stallion Carter be to be a role model. Right. And be looking to... Tupac and Biggie to be role models. They should be looking to their fathers and their mothers to be role models, right? Right. Oh, God, sis, that is, look, look. <laughs> y'all just taking me too fast. Okay, listen. Y'all be the role models. This topic, time to become, yes, only for you. Right. It's time to become who God told us to be, but it's also time to become who God called your children to be. Absolutely. And, if, and for them to become who God told them to be, you got to become who God who called God told you to be. Thank you, Father. There it is. The last one says, 
is become. That's five. And we've been talking about that. How are you to become? So the become that we know that is the, the commission that we are supposed to be doing is Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. So when you guys know we're disciples, we're disciples. And guess what? Disciples beget disciples. We're discipling our children. Teaching them. We're teaching right now. Teaching what God is saying about what he desires for us to do. He wants us to become because you're absolutely right. This is not just for us. Is for generations to come thereafter us. Because once we're gone, what legacy, what inheritance are we leaving behind for our children, children's children, their children? We were able to become and be the light, salt and light of the world we were able to bring heaven down to the earth. If we're doing that, our, our children have a fighting chance in this world because we were the greatest example of the become. So they can become. They can break through and break forth into purpose and destiny. And along the way, they're disciples because our children are disciples. They'll begin to disciple. And then you know what happens? Their generation, their generation, the next generation. So it's not just for us. And it's not even just for our children. It's not even, it's for their friends, for their parents, for their families, for those that are attached to us. For those that are not attached to us, because it might be somebody that we know that they're attached to them and they're blessed because of the become. Because of the discipleship, because of the pouring into, because we have touched one person at a time. It starts with us because God touches us. Our father touches us so that we can touch somebody else. And that we can become everything that he desires for us to become. Before we were created in our mother's womb, he had plan and purpose and destiny for our lives. It's time to become and walk it out. Be it, believe it, excuse me, seek it, receive it, believe it, become it. Sis, take it away, baby. Honey, you was all in it because I, you know, just giving it to me. That's why I'm like, because 
as we're being discipled by our father and by the sheep and the head of uh, the head of the congregation we the sheep right yes discipled by our head and we're discipling our kids let me okay no thank you father let me take it one step back as we're being discipled by the head of the church when we get discipled we take that and we go disciple at our workplace yes disciple in the stores we disciple our kids our family members right right and as we discipling our children guess what they're doing they're going to school and they're discipling to their friends and other kids say it kids who family probably don't even go to church they don't even know they know they heard about god but they don't know who god is but right. our kids they're learning who our father is because our kids are now discipling to them right and if we keep discipling to our kids and they keep discipling to their friends and and their friends pick up on it now they're seeking right yes they, they, they may not have asked but because our children are discipling to them now they're hungry they want to know more about god so now they're seeking there you go there and you. sometimes asking and seeking you know flip-flop because you can yep. ask but now these are the ones who never asked, but they got it. Now they seek and now they asking. Right. Right. And once they ask, they're going back to seeking because it's in the word. Right. And now they're praying. They're knocking. Right? right. All because we planted these seeds in our kids and our kids are planting seeds in other people. That's discipleship. That's making more disciples. And guess what those kids who never knew about God, now that they're doing that, guess what they're going to do? Now they're going to disciple to their parents. There you go. There you, yes, yes. So that's why I say don't discount your kids and what they have to say because sometimes God will have you to find him through your children. That's already. That's all I got, sis. That's all I got. Sis, that, that, <laughs> This has been so good. This is just, this has blessed me. But we're going to take it all the way back to the very beginning. We're going to close it out. Romans 8 and 19. For even the whole creation, all nature, waits eagerly for the children of God to be revealed on the earth. And that's what we were just full circle. Full circle. Full circle. In short, you guys. The world are waiting for the sons of God to arise to and do yes. the work of our Father. Yes. They're waiting for us. Mm. Now that you have been called, are you going to answer that call? Answer that call. Come, <laughs> God asks you to become. That's who God right. says you are because the world is waiting. The world is waiting. And they're hurting and yeah. they need us. Yes. So I. Plead, I'm pleading with you all to go ask our father who yeah. you are, who you are supposed to be for him. That's right. Him. Then I want you to seek and go in the word and show where he show you to go. Then I want you to pray and knock down that door to become. Yes. Call, become who he told you to be so we could go heal the world. Amen. Amen. And that's yeah. all I got for y'all. Yes. 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 And remember that you are ordained, I wrote this down, to be divinely designed for something. 
you're divinely designed for something. So that's why I knew that this was important to talk about. It's time to become. It's not time to sit dormant, stagnant. Well, I'm just fine. Just, no, no, no. There's something that you're supposed to be doing. You need to become for somebody else. Sis, thank you for being here with me as always, baby. This blessed me. I knew. And, and we sure hope it blessed y'all, the it ones listening me. now and the ones that will listen later. But yeah. this blessed me. And it was a great reminder, sis, to continue to walk in the become. Yes. To mature and to manifest what God has already put on the inside of us. We love y'all. We love y'all. And y'all have a wonderful evening. But don't forget to share. Share, share, share. Yeah. Good night. Good night, sis. Y'all speak. Good night. <laughs>